Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in the beginning of Simon Bays. We are on page Vav, which is the page following page 10. The Mechaber says in Siv Aleph, Lo Yilbash Chaluko Miyushov. A person should not put on his Chaluk. His Chaluk is his undergarment. So a person should not put on his chaluk while he is sitting up. Eloyika chaluko v'yachnis bo'rosho uzro'osov bo'odenu shochev. Rather, he should take his chaluk and he should stick his head and his arms into it while he is still lying under his covers. And then as he stands up, it covers his entire body and it turns out that he is covered. The Mishabu writes in Sefkatan Aleph, he should put on his chaluk when he's miyushov. The oz bechreach yisgal gufo. If he puts on his chaluk when he is sitting up, so then against his will he's going to be, have his body revealed. The haodam tzarech leisnai bitsnius, and a person has to be acting in snius. Ubusha lifnei Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Vafilu kishu lailu bechadre chadarim. Even if it's night and he's in the very private area, halo melocha laharetz kavodo. Hashem's honor is everywhere. Vekachashecha vekaora lefanav yisbarach. And darkness is like light before Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem sees everything. Vechein tzarech lizor tomid machmas tamzesh shelo b'makom echreach melagalos mivisaro. And so too a person has to always be careful for this reason that unless he's forced to, he should be careful not to reveal any of his baser. Even a little bit. Whatever part of his body is normally covered by his clothing, that part of the body should remain covered at all times unless absolutely necessary. But what is allowed to reveal his hand up until his elbow and he can reveal his neck until his chazah. For this reason that he puts his chaluk on while he's still under his covers, for its reasons, for that same reason he should put on his hand below, some kind of slippers, he also should put them on and take them off while he is under the covers, in order not to reveal his legs. Since it's a normal way for one's feet to be covered in our Medinos that we don't walk around barefoot in the summer. But if you look at note number two, he points out, But in places where the minute is that they do walk around barefoot, so Kosov Lahalan will see later on and say, Then it would be allowed to reveal your feet. The lands that are very hot, where the minog is that people walk around barefoot even in front of very big people. So we're going to see later on in Simon Tzadi Aleph, Then it's not a problem to even be barefoot when you're davening, because the way you would stand in front of an Adam Godol, that's the way you could stand during Tfila as well. But if Shavuru is talking about our Medinos, where we don't walk around barefoot even in the summer, so then one's feet should never be revealed. And so too, anything similar. Says the Mishavuru, unless it's impossible otherwise, then what are you going to do? And so too when a person is in a bathhouse where it's normal for people to walk there undressed, there is no other Eitzah to be in a bathhouse unless you are undressed. So in such a case, that would not be a problem of Pritzas. And so too if someone is going to wash by the river, 
It's the same din. The person should do is as close as possible to the river. That's where he should get undressed and that's where he should get dressed afterwards. <coughs> That way he doesn't have to walk around undressed more than is necessary. Even when a person is going down to the river, he does not have to make sure that his erva is covered. The low ode, and not only that, Ella Shamachasa, one who covers himself of Nire Kiilu Bosh Badovarts, Kiilu is embarrassed of what he has, Ukiilu Kofer Bevisa Shalavram Avinu, and it's as if he's denying the bris of Avram Avinu. If it's an area where a person should be revealed, then he should be revealed. It's improper to cover himself up. However, when he comes up from the river, that way he's facing towards the people. He should bend over. Or he should put his hand in front of his erva to cover himself up. As long as he doesn't touch his erva, like we will explain at the end of Simen Gimel. If you look at note number four, he points out, when a person comes out of the mikvah, Rechaim Kinesi says, we're not knowing to cover ourselves up as we're walking out of the mikvah, and maybe a person should bend down a little bit. Back to the Mishabura, we're in the second wide line on page 12. The Mishabura says, Isa Bashas, the Gemara tells us, the undergarment of a Tamil Chacham is as follows, Kol She'ein Bissaro Niris Mitachlev, it covers him from all the way down to the, to the bottom, so he should not be seen any of his flesh. The Ha'idna nowadays ain't his harm, but we're not careful about this. Mishum Shahokhama Kolba Bate Shokayim, Veina Buster Niris, we actually wear clothing underneath it, we have pants, we have socks, and therefore the Minag is not for the Cholok to go all the way down. Continues the Mishabura Sivkatan Bez. Again, the Mechaber told us that a person should not put on his undergarment when he is sitting up already, because then he's going to reveal his body unnecessarily. Rather, we said in the Mechaber, he should take his chaluk under his covers, put his head and his arms into it, and then as he gets up, it's nimsa shiyok, kishiyokum shumachusa. When he gets up, he's going to turn out to be covered. So says the Mishabura, it's Lomar, it means to say, kishiyokum when he gets up and he gets uncovered from his blanket, under his blanket he was sleeping without any clothes on when he took off his chaluk. So now immediately as he gets up, he will be covered right away. Because automatically once it's over his head and over his arms and he starts getting up, it falls down over the rest of his body. There we discuss taking off his chaluk. And now the Mishabura switches gears a little bit and he tells us that one who puts his clothing under his head when he is sleeping, he will forget his learning. The Efshur, and it's possible, if he puts something else to separate between his clothing and his head, then one does not have to be makbid. So now he's going to go through a few other things that cause a person to forget his learning, and we'll see some very interesting notes as well. A person should also be careful not to put on two garments at the same time. That also causes a person to be forgetful. One who reads the writing that's on a grave. Or one who looks at 
the face of a dead body, Mishakeach Limudo, he will forget his learning. And look also in the Primagodim where he discusses things that help a person to retain his learning. So let's pause here before we go right to the Mechaber and let's see some interesting notes. Beginning over here in note number 7. We said in, in the Mishabura that one should be careful not to put two garments on at the same time. That's Kashul Ashikacha. So what about taking off two garments at the same time? A person wants to take off his uh, his shirt and his scissors, his undershirt all at one time. Is that also kosher l'shichacha? So no number seven, he writes, To take off two garments together. So Rechaim Kinevsky brings the shame safer shulchan ator sheyesh lahakbed bazeh. One should be makbed not to do that. Ubeshem agos orchos chayim hevi sheinze kasha l'shichacha. So we see again there are different shitas whether it's only one way, only putting on two garments, also taking off two garments. And then he brings from Shlomo Zaman Urbach sheein lahachmir bedvarim elu elo b'amesh niskar beferish. We don't have to be overly cautious. Things that are mentioned explicitly in the Gemara or in the post, we can be careful about. We don't have to extend it to things where it's not written explicitly. And therefore, he says, one can be lenient. In note number eight, he says, You can't put on two garments. What about putting on your yarmulke and your hat together? Your yarmulke is inside your hat. You put them on together. So Rechaim Palaji writes, That's not a good thing to do. That also can cause a person to forget. And then he talks about putting on rubbers that are on your shoes. So you're putting on two garments, your shoes and your rubbers that are over your shoes. So Rav Yoshev says, We can be lenient about that. Shoes are not called the Godim. The chashash over here is too big of them. That's not called a beggar, says Rabbi Yashif. Skip a couple of lines, and then he writes, So again, even though Rabbi Yashif and the Yashif are lenient, there are those who are machmir as well. Note number nine is an interesting discussion. We know that there are certain Mishnahis that say if a person, uh, you know, does certain things, so he's ke'ilu yishayv misa. One of those Mishnahis is in Perekimel Mishnaches of Avos. And it says that one who forgets his learning, so he's Meschai Benasho. So is a person who does one of these things that cause him to forget his learning, is that not Mishin Isser, or is just not a, not a great idea to do it? So he writes, O Mishaino Nisar, one who's not careful. And he does one of these things that is considered Kosher L'Shechacha. He's not Chayev. He forgets his learning, but he's not chayev for doing these things that make him forget his learning. There's no iser whatsoever. It's not a davar pasha that he's going to forget his learning. It's just something that's going to weaken his memory, so it could lead to him forgetting his learning, but there's no iser to do that. It's not like someone who forgets some of his learning because he doesn't chazer properly. There the Mishnah says There by not chazering he's really taking it out of his mind. It's posh he's going to forget. Over here a person doesn't ask so it's possible that he'll forget but it's not a vada there will be no iser. On the other hand a chesed la'alof in kosov 
Sha'over be'isr lav shehi shomer l'cha u'shmor nashecha mi'od pentishkach. That is actually an isr that he's over by doing the things that are kashir l'shechacha. Because the Pazak tells us in the Torah that we have to be careful not to forget our learning. Let's stop there in note number 9. If we turn to the back of the Sefer on page 2 in the back of the Sefer, a couple other quick notes. We said that you shouldn't read the writing on a kever that also makes you forget your learning. In note number 10, he writes on the top of page 2, Let's say you're not actually reading it with your mouth. You're not mouthing the words. You're only staring at it. So, is that also going to make you forget your learning? So, Rechaim Kineski declares that Shiloh. And he comes out, that one should be Machmir. In the next paragraph, they write, a tzav that's not sticking out, but it's more pushed in, it's like engraved. So there, Rechaim Kedyeski says, That does not cause you to forget your learning, only if the writing is bolet on the kever. Just regular writing, it doesn't stick out, it doesn't go in. So there, If that is something you have to be machmir about. And now let's just see one last note about forgetting one's learning. Note number 11, One who wipes his hands on his chaluk. So we're going to bring later on in the Mishabura, That also makes you forget your learning if you wipe your hands on your chaluk. Is that only a din in the chaluk or any of your garments that you wipe your hands, you forget your learning? He brings a further suffix. Is this only a problem of wiping your hands on your chaluk or maybe other garments only after you wash your hands? Or maybe if your hands are wet from the rain, it's also a problem. Is it a din in the tila shedayim or stam? Anytime your hands are wet, that's a suffix that he asks as well. And then we have one interesting thing from Rabbi Yoshev. Rabbi Yoshev says, Shedin zehu dafka b'menagiv yodov l'achar netilas yadayim l'achila. Says Rabbi Yoshev, this idea that the Magen Avram says, if you wipe your hands on your chalk, you forget your learning, that's dafka wiping your hands on your clothing after you're washing for food, for bread, you're washing for amotzi. Avu b'netila acheres, o shalob b'chaluko yesh l'hakil. But if you're washing your hands after you went to the restroom, you're washing your hands tam, for any other reason, or you're wiping your hands on a different garment that's not your chaluk, he says you can be lenient, so Eliyasha there gives a very big kula to this idea of the Magen Avram. Let's go right to now in the Mechaber, we're up to Sif Beis. Al Yomar Hinini Bechadre Chadorim a person should never say, Behold, I'm in a very private place. Who sees me? Because as we know, Hashem is everywhere. Hashem sees you wherever you are, no matter how private you think you are. Says the Mechaber, Once you be careful with his garment, his undergarment, his chaluko, to put it on the regular way. He shouldn't have it flipped inside out. What should make sure when he puts on his chaluk, it is not inside out. The Shabura essence of cotton gimel. Even though, as he mentioned, the chaluk is really the undergarment. So even though you're wearing it underneath the other clothing, you should still be backward. Certainly other begotten that are outward and they're seen, certainly you should be careful that they are not inside out. So, the Yerau, 
Tathiros HaMagunos, people are going to be able to see the stitching, that's Maguna, the Imre Acholok, and the hem of the garment, the Yizganet Be'ene Abrios, and it's a, it's, a, it's a Gnai in people's eyes to see you walking around, and they see the stitching of your garment, they see the hems, it's not appropriate. The Imlo Nisar Vahafach, a person got dressed when it was dark, he didn't realize it, and he flipped his garment around by accident. So in Talmud Chachamu Tzarech Lefashto Velachzor Lelav Shokedarko, he's a Talmud Chacham, he needs to go change, take it off, flip it around and put it back on. Shelo Yeh Bechlal Masniye Chas V'Shalm, he shouldn't be in the category of people who are making others hate Hashem. Someone sees a Talmud Chacham working around in a Bizarandic way, so he, he gets turned off from Hashem, he gets turned off from the Torah, and we don't want a Talmud Chacham to be in such a category, so he must change. Usha'ar Kal Adam Ein Tzarech, but a regular person, now it's hard to be magdi what's a Tamil Chacham, but a person who's not together a Tamil Chacham, so then he doesn't have to change. Vilatfila, when it comes to davening, afilu koodam tzarach lefashto ulav shokedakul. Then everyone has to change. It's inappropriate to be standing that way in front of Hakadosh Baruch Hu for tefila. Sheroi oz lahadir begadov, because there a person is supposed to have more chashiv begadov. He's supposed to look nicer. Kemavur v'simen tzadi aleph. And then the Mishiburah says, Tov sheyosim shnei tzidi ha-malbush biyad yamino v'yulbash ha-yamin v'yachakach ha-smol. A person should put both sides of the garment onto his right side and then get dressed from right to left. V'yachavin k'yakol nichlal biyamin. And he should have in mind that everything is really included in the right side. Umin ha-yamin, bala smol, and from the right we go towards the left. In the back of the Savior they point out that a lefty should do the same thing. Start on the right and then work his way to the left. Kosova Rambam, the Rambam writes, Malbush Talmud Chacham Yeh Malbush Noevenoki. The clothing that a Talmud Chacham wears should be clothing that is nice and is clean. Va'asr lo shiyamotse bevigdo kesem o shanunis vekayotse bem a Talmud Chacham should not walk around with any stains or dirt on his clothing. Ve'lo yilbash lo malbush sorim shakom estaklum behem ve'lo malbush aniyem shumavaze es lovshav elo begodim beinonim noim ayin shamot. Says the Rambam, one should not be wearing clothing that are very fancy and everyone is staring at him because he's wearing expensive clothing. One should also not be wearing poor people's clothing because that's mavaz of the one who's wearing it. Rather, a person should wear average, regular clothing that are nice and that are clean. Continues the Mechaber, Vaiter and Sivdalit. Yinol minal yamin tchila velo yikshirenu. Now we discuss putting on our shoes. The Mechaber says a person should put on his right shoe first and he should not tie it. V'yachakach yinol shall smol v'yikshirenu. And then he puts on his left shoe and he ties it. The Yachsor, the Yikshor, Shayamin, and then he goes back and he ties his right shoe, so he goes right, left, left, right. Puts it on right, left, and ties his shoes left, and then he ties the right. The Ramah says, Our shoes, says the Ramah, that don't have any Kshira, they have nothing to tie, so then you put on the right first. In the back of the safe in the notes they discuss, let's say you have Velcro or some kind of buckle, something else, is that called Kshira? And the post can say that it is called Kshira. So whatever you would do with Kshira, if you have Velcro, your kids have Velcro, you put on the right shoe, the left shoe, and you would Velcro up the left shoe, and then the right shoe. Says the Mishabura, of Katan, hey, Yamin, you first put on your right shoe. Shekein matzinu batorah, shayamin choshev tamid. That's what we find in the Torah, we always find the chashivas of the right. 
Le'inyan bohein yod varegel u'lechol hadvarim shemakdimin hayamin la'asmo. We find it by what one who's putting in his uh, his fingers to get the blood sprinkled on it. The bohein yad the regel. And the Gabi, all other things, the right always comes before the left, and therefore the shoes are no different. You put on your right shoe before you put on your left shoe. The Yikshirenus, if Katan Vav, the Machaber said that you tie your left shoe first, why is that? When it comes to tying, we see the Torah gives Chashivas to the left side. Because we know the Tfilin is tied on the left arm, that gives the Chashivas to the left. And therefore, you would tie the left shoe first. Now, obviously, if you are a lefty and you put on your tefillin on your right hand, so then you would tie your right shoe first. So, Lemaisa, the postgum say that a righty puts on his right shoe and his left shoe, and he ties his left shoe and he ties his right shoe. But a lefty also puts on his right shoe before his left, because the right is always more chashuv. But when it comes to tying by him, the right is more chashuv. So he puts on right, puts on left, then he ties the right shoe, and then he ties the left shoe. Continues the Mishabura Uban Pilo Shalevid. A person's putting on some kind of slippers made out of felt. Ain't Sarak Lahaktim Smolukshira. In that case he doesn't have to tie the left shoe first. That is not considered a Khashiva tying that we give the Khashivas to the left side. And then the Mishabura says what I just mentioned, the Ityachiminiat Tfilan Biamin Shalko Adam, a lefty that puts his tfilin on his right hand, Yaftim Yamin Gam Lakshira, then he should put the tying of the right shoe before the tying of the left shoe. So we said in the Ramah that if there's no ties and you're just putting on your shoe stam, the right goes first. If a person for some reason only has, right now he only found his left shoe, he should wait till they bring him the right shoe and then he should put on his right shoe before his left shoe. When a person is washing himself or is smearing himself with oil, so the right goes first. The Imsach Kagufa, a person is smearing his whole body, so Rosh Tchile starts from the top. Mipneshu Melech Akol Ha'ivarim, the head is considered the king of all the limbs, so you start washing or smearing from the top down, the Ayin B'darchim Moshe. Let's see Sefei, and then we'll see some notes as well. Mechaber says in Sefei, Kishecholetz min Olav, when a person takes off his shoes, Cholet shall smote Tchile, takes off his left shoe first. So when you put on your shoes, you put on your right shoe before your left shoe. When you take off your shoes, you take off your left shoe before you take off your right shoe. And the Mishabura says, why are you taking off the left shoe first? If cut and ches, shezel kvodesh al yamin. That's more covet to the yamin that you keep the right shoe on longer and you take the left shoe off first. If you turn back to page number two in the back of the Sefer, so he says in note number 18, a very interesting thing. So we just said that when you take off your shoes, it's more chashif to the right shoe to stay on longer. So you take off your left shoe and then you take off your right shoe. But in note 18 he says, V'alkein, for this reason, It's not always there to take off your shoe. Sometimes it's a cover to take off your shoe. For example, you're taking off your shoes to polish them for Shabbos or to change into your Shabbos clothes. So there, there's an Indian's reasons to take off the shoe. So there says Hashem Azam Arbach, Shecholetz Yemin Tchila. Then you would take off your right shoe first. Shezeuk Fodesh Yemin. That's an honor to the right shoe. Omnom. However, Kishecholetz Be'erv Yom Akipurim. You're taking off your shoes before Yom Kippur. Ober Tishavav, or before Tishavav, you're not allowed to wear shoes. Even though there, it's a mitzvah not to wear shoes on Yom Kippur and Tishabov. 
In that case, Yachlot shall smote Chilo. Then you take off your left first. Mishum shechalitza zuhi mishum inui o avelus v'tzar. That's because we're trying to afflict ourselves or we're trying to mourn and have tzar. And therefore, you want to keep the right one on longer. But when you're taking it off, again, for a good reason, to get ready for Shabbos, to polish your shoes, to change into Shabbos shoes, then you would take off the right. There's no honor in the right shoe by taking it off first when you're uh, starting your Inu of Yom HaKippurim or you're starting your Tzar of Tishabov. A Kohen who takes off his shoes, I'm not sure if the Kohanim are, are necessarily thinking about this, but is there an Indian to take off the left shoe first or the right shoe first when they're getting ready for Brichas Kohanim? So, There are taking off your shoes, there's a mission to take off your shoes to Duchen, so there's an Indian to take off the the right shoe first. Over there he says, also in Eriam Kippur, you'll take off your right shoe first. When they're taking off their shoes for Duchenne, they take off the right shoe first. Again, to summarize, the Machaber says when you're taking off your shoes, you take off the left shoe first. The Mishabura says it's more covered to the right to stay on longer. But as we see from the post game, that's only if it's taken in you to stay on longer, you're taking off your shoes, Sam. You're, you're just uh, going to sleep, so you're taking off your shoes. So then Avada, take off the left shoe first. But you take off your shoes for Dvar Mitzvah to Duchen, to polish your shoes for Shabbos, then Avada, you're going to take off your right shoe first, because that's a Chashivas so of the right. It's for Dvar Mitzvah, the right would be first. We will stop here and continue Mitzvah Shem next time with Siv Vav. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including myramakaylis on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.